wonderful day to you. I am Hatekole Holandi Wanu Joshua, and I'm super excited to have you here today. Welcome to the study on faith series, week six. And um, I'm so glad that you've been able to stay with us ever since we began this journey on the study on faith. And I also believe that, that by now, you have an understanding of how to operate faith better than you used to have. And if there are any reservations, I would like you to reach out to me through adekoleimpacts at gmail.com or just send a message directly to me through this through the medium by which I've received this um, message. All right, so today we want to consider one scripture one scripture and we'll try our best to explain it regarding faith and the scripture is galatians chapter 3 from verse 6 galatians chapter 3 from verse 6 it says even as abraham believed god and it was accounted to him for righteousness even as abraham believed god and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Seven now says, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, it says, the same are the children of Abraham. Know ye therefore that the same which are of faith are the children of Abraham. You see, I think it's Hebrews that I was trying to explain how Abraham did it. Book of Hebrews I was trying to explain to us that Abraham believed God in hope against hope. That he had hope in God against all hope. Against anything that can be called hope. Against anything. That can be called hope. He didn't have hope. Because as at the time that God met Abraham, I would like us to understand that there is a very funny story about Father Abraham. Before we come to the part where we became a student anyway. There's a very, very interesting story about him. So, God called Abraham at age 75. Uh, today, anyone at age 75 has reached the final part of his year, of his life. But God called Abraham at age 75. He believed God. I would like us to know that before Abraham, faith is a subject that is cast in the world. Before Father Abraham came into the picture, faith is a very, very scarce subject. And the reason is simple. The Bible makes us to understand that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Bible makes us to understand that faith is a product of the word. So faith is a product of the word of God. Or say, faith is a product of the voice of God. So when God speaks, okay, the person can now have faith. So it is impossible for anyone to have faith without hearing God. It's impossible. 
faith cannot come without hearing God. And interestingly, you can believe God without hearing Him. So believing God is not faith. In fact, believing that God exists, believing in God is not faith. Because you can believe in God without hearing God speak. By other people's experience, by virtue of other people's experience, by virtue of um, the things you have heard about God, you can believe in God. You can believe God. But that is not faith. Faith is a product of the word of God. And so we know that before Abraham came into the picture, the word of God amongst men is scarce. Only few men were able to hear from God. Only few men. And fewer men believed. But in Abraham's case, he believed God. And it was accounted unto him. You know, he believed God to a level that God said, Oh my Jesus. I I, I don't think God must have been thinking, I have not, not seen a man like this man. God must have thought to himself that ah, this guy, you believe me and everything I say so much, it was accounted unto him for righteousness. He believed God to an extent that he received the right standing with God. And I don't think that is anything. If we are to attain righteousness by our works, no man was able to do it. From Moses even unto, it was only the Lord Jesus that was able to attain righteousness by the works of the law. Only the Lord Jesus. Even Moses that became the custodian of the law could not do it. The Pharisees, anyone, David, none of them could. But Abraham received right standing with God just because he believed God. And let me show you something. Abraham believed God against all hope, as I was saying earlier. He did not consider the deadness of the womb of Sarah. That is what the scripture says. And he did not consider the deadness of his own body. It is important for us to know this. That at the time that Abraham and Sarah conceived, Abraham could not, uh, uh, Abraham's manhood could not rise again. Because that's what the scripture refers to as, he did not consider his dead body. So when they say a man is dead, while he's still alive, they are referring to his mouth. So his mouth could not rise again. Sarah could not, how do I put it now? There was no menstruating again. (laughs) So against all of, there are no chances of having a child. There are no chances of Abraham planting his seed into Sarah's incubator. The chances were zero. But Abraham still believed God that God somehow, somehow would give him a child. Abraham was able to take his eyes off everything his reality is and focus on what God what God what God has said. That is the kind of faith Abraham had. Verse 7 of the Galatians chapter 3 now says. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith are the same, the same are the children of Abraham. So the same way, so we became the children of Abraham because Abraham was the first person that could operate what is called faith. 
He was the first, the father of faith. God made him a benchmark for faith. And so every other person after him, okay, has to operate the same kind of faith. Or say, the same kind of mindset. So if that is the case, it then means that we can say, okay, with clarity, that faith, okay, is like, uh, how do I put it now? Is having the mindset that is God-like. Or say, having a God-like mindset. So this is what we are saying. Okay? So if faith comes by the word of God, it means that the word of God is the bedrock, or say, the information, okay, that forms the bedrock of faith. And then at the end of the day, faith now leads to the action of the believer. Because we have to understand that if you say you have faith and your faith is not acted upon, it is dead. This is what Apostle Paul was trying to say when he said, faith without works is dead. You can't say you have faith, okay, and not uh, how do I put it now? And not act upon your faith. Because faith now is simply a programming that is opposite to the programming of the mind, of your mind rather. Faith now, what is called faith is simply a program, a mindset, okay, that is empowered by the word of God, backed by the word of God, that is making you to think as God would think in a particular situation. So when you are able to think as God would think based on the information you have received from God, okay, you would be able to act as God would act. You will be able to do what God has said, go and do. Because even then you understand why God is saying go and do it. Faith. So faith is not, uh, I'll put it now, it is not something anybody can impart into you. Nobody, Nobody can preach to you and you have faith. Or probably when they preach, the only thing they can preach to you anyway that you can have faith is probably the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Faith. Okay, what is called faith? The simplest way to understand it is, to, is the same way to understand mindsets. So if your mind, because everything you do is an expression of your mindset, an expression of the things you believe, an expression of your programming, and so the same way for the believer, living by faith is simply an expression of the amount of the word of God that you have used as a bedrock of your life. So the easiest way, usually, the easiest way to build faith is to live by holding onto the word of God. Choosing to believe what that word has said, okay? and deciding to act and live as if that word is true in your life, then you begin to have faith. So faith faith is not about prayer. It's not something you activate in prayer. It is an everyday thing. When you have this mindset called faith, when you have this thing called faith in you, 
okay when you when you live the life of faith there are things that naturally you are above them not you will be you are above them as a result of the kind of person you are this is why the scripture was trying to tell us in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 that do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that after you have received the Lord Jesus do not go back into the world and continue to live like one of them no it is wrong what you are expected to do at this moment right now okay is to renew your mind with the word of god forming a new set of beliefs forming a new set of uh, let's say mindset that is based upon the word of god otherwise known as faith when you are able to form those things you will be able to act as the word has said okay and the transformation that has already happened in your spirit will be will manifest in the physical It is important for you to be clear about this. So it's not like faith has a turn on and off key. No. It doesn't. And so this being said, we have to learn to live by faith. That being said, we have to learn to live by faith. That is, we have to learn to continually Okay, meditate upon the word of God that it becomes the bedrock of our living. When you are able to do this, some things will not be some things you are naturally above some things. Let us consider one more scripture before we go. First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5, I think from verse 8. It says, Be sober, be vigilant for your adversary the devil. Praise God. For your adversary the devil goeth about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour for your adversary the devil goeth about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour i was telling someone this morning that when we say the devil go the description says he goes he goes about like a roaring lion he didn't say he's a roaring lion so the devil might be might go about like a roaring lion but the roaring of a lion is important the devil is not a real lion but he's going about disguising himself roaring shouting like one and the interesting thing about lions is that the roaring of a lion is used to impute fear into the lives of other animals in the jungle so when his lion stands upon his watch and roars is trying to exert his authority over that jungle okay imputing fear into the lives of the other animals and so when he does this as immediately my the lion roars every other animal begins to scurry about and they are scurrying about one of them will end up in the hand of a lion this is what i'm saying that by roaring is imputing fear into their life a kind of mindset so by roaring what the devil wants to do or what the devil is doing all the time by roaring through our reality by roaring by showing us you know your reality might not be looking like what the word has said the devil is running because everything that the word of god says the devil wants to counter it counter it in your life by roaring 
He will roar. So when he is roaring, okay, what you are to do is to resist him in faith. Resist him in the steadfast, sorry. Resist him steadfastly in the faith, okay? Resist him with the mindset that is God-like. So the devil is trying to impute fear into you. He's trying to impute hopelessness into you. He's trying to impute um, uncertainty into you. He's trying to impute all sorts of things, sicknesses, okay? He's trying to impute giving up. By all of those circumstances and experiences you have, what you are to do is to resist him steadfast in the faith. That's what the scripture says. Whom you resist steadfast in the faith. This, sorry, this uh, scripture is so important for us to get again. First Peter chapter 5, verse 9. Whom you resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. It didn't say we should resist him in prayers, not in fasting. Steadfast in the faith. So when that situation is so up and your mind is your, your mind is beginning to think something else. Is beginning to think along what the devil is doing. Catch, catch yourself and say, no, what the this is what the word of God says, and the word of God is true. Knowing fully well that it is this same word of God that is upholding everything, including the devil. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. I think the big part was saying upholding all things by the word of his power. So if we know how to use the word, the weapon of the world well, okay, operating faith will not be so difficult. The roaring of the lion will not bother you. So imagine that you are now in the same jungle and you know that there is a cat that goes about like a lion. And you, okay, are a child of the lion of Judah. So that means you are a lion. So you are the you are a real lion in the same jungle, and there's another cat that is disguising himself as a lion to the people. If that cat comes out and roar, even though all other animals run away, will you run? Of course not, because you are a real lion. This is how we are to live. I pray for you that from this day onward, you'll be able to seek out the word of God and operate faith. Because unless we really do this, it does not matter whether you are a Christian by tag, by birth, or whatever. If you don't operate faith, you won't see results. It's simple. If you don't operate faith, you won't see results. I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus again, that the grace to be able to seek the voice of God, that faith will be at work in your life, is activated upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.